Welcome to Aces Triple T's episode 5. What Aces Triple T's is a channel that we built to summarize the top self-development books in the country and to break them down into 10 takeaways within 10 minutes for you to apply to your life. We want to help you use the book the same way the book helped me in my life. Today we'll be going over the top 10 takeaways for deep work. The rules are simple. Be in a peaceful, quiet area with a pen and a paper and get ready for your life to transform. Takeaway number one. Deep work is valuable. It helps you quickly learn hard things. The only way to master things is by going deep. The formula for deep work is time spent times the intensity of the focus. Adam Grant, professor and scholar, used to take two semesters off in the spring and summer where he would go do his deep work. For four to eight hours while he was doing his deep work, he'd cut off all technology and his phone. Another example is they took a group of 50 high scoring students and the group that scored the highest actually studied less than the group right below them. When they researched a little further, they learned that the top group was focusing a lot more in their studies and that's the reason why they could study less and do better. To produce at your peak level, you must always go deep. Takeaway number two, deep work is rare. Most businesses like Square and Facebook embrace an open environment with open collaboration with all their employees on every single floor. This is great sometimes for motivation and keeping everybody excited and engaged, but at the same time, it's affecting your deep work. Did you know if you get into work and you sit on your desk and you start working for the day and a phone goes off in the background, that just ruins your whole flow of focus and your deep work? The same thing when you get an instant message in an email. All the businesses want deep work for their employees, but at the same time, they're doing the wrong things to get it. I encourage you the next time you go into work to talk to your supervisor, boss, or if it's your business, make a change and have some people isolated to do deep work and see the results that you get. Takeaway number three, the black hole. The black hole is something that most companies don't want to dig into because it's too deep and ugly. It's a big problem that takes too much work to get uncovered. In a recent study, we found that the average company sends 160 emails a day, 1.5 an hour for the average worker, 10 hours a week, 520 hours a year. Imagine how much time that is spent on emails. How much money are all those emails getting you? In a Boston consulting group, they did a survey where they sent workers home for a day with no email or connectivity to the internet. In return, when the workers came back to work, they found them to be a lot more motivated, a lot more positive, and to bring a lot more better results for their clients. But guess what? They didn't keep doing it. It's because of the principle of least resistance. And a lot of companies, when things go right, that take a lot of work, people tend to stay away from them and go back to the easiest things. Since you know that deep work is not going to be a big task or a big mission that a lot of people are focusing on, I want you to start using deep work as a weapon to find your success. Takeaway number four, I can tell you how productive deep work is, but you won't go do it. The reason is, it's not that easy to replace distraction with focus. There was a study with 205 adults, and they put them in a big meeting room with the lights dimmed down, and they told them to go deep and think about one particular thing. At the same time, they gave them beepers that rung every half an hour. When the beepers rang, they asked the adults to write down what they were thinking about. After this research, they found out that on the adult's mind, was anything from hunger, to family, to money, to work, to sex. As you can see, the adult's brain was constantly running. Look, it's not that easy to go deep. You can't do it tomorrow, you can't do it today, and it's not going to be something that happens overnight. But here's what you could do. You could make it a ritual, you could make it a habit, you could put it in your calendar, you could respect your calendar, and you could do it daily. Jerry Seinfeld, who started off as a comedian, used to write one joke a day in his calendar. His goal was to never break the chain and keep it going every single day with one joke. You should do the same thing with your calendar. Put an hour for deep work every single day and increase it as you go. 
Your goal should be to never break the chain of going deep again. Takeaway number five, ritualize. Anybody that created anything valuable in life had great work habits. Richard Dawkins, when he was creating Origins of the Species, used to wake up at 7.30 in the morning every single day and walk till 9. Then from 9 to about 10, he'd answer all his letters fans from the day before. And from 10 to about 4, he'd go to his greenhouse and do his deep work until he deemed it was finished for the day. You see, people think that artists work from inspiration. That's the most invalid thing I ever heard. Inspiration doesn't come every single day. So the key is to make it a habit, make it a ritual, and inspiration will follow. J.K. Rowling, when she wrote Harry Potter, left her family in her house for two weeks in a hotel to finish a book. Bill Gates went to a cabin for two weeks when he discovered the internet. Shakeman flew to Tokyo just so he could work on the plane on the way there. The biggest thing and the best thing for you to do right now to go deep is make a ritual, make it a habit, and start your deep work right away because inspiration won't be there every single day, but your rituals will. Takeaway number six, the relationship between deep work and collaboration is tricky. So don't work alone. Collaboration could actually help you increase the quality of your deep work. Now in the beginning of the book, we criticize places like Facebook and Square because of their open collaboration. But the trick is to have collaboration and have deep work at the same exact time. For example, after World War II, there was a site called Building 20. This site held scientists and engineers at the same exact time. After history passed, they said that some of the most creative ideas were made in this building. Now after they researched it even further, they found out that it was open collaboration. There was open floors with engineers and scientists on them at the same exact time talking to each other and helping each other. But they also found out that they had special gaskets and doors that were soundproof that allowed people to go deep. So the key was they had open collaboration and they had deep work at the same time. So think about your workplace and think about your business. Do you have open collaboration or do you have deep work? The key is to combine them both together. Have space for open work, have space for deep work, and that's a trick. Takeaway number seven, execute like a business. The biggest complaint today is when people are trying to get advice and they ask how they should do something, we always respond with what should they do, but we're never answering the how for how they should do it. There's four major keys to execute professionally and perfectly in a business. Key number one, focus on the wildly important. Think about all your goals and all the tasks that you have for your business and then drop everything that doesn't make the most sense and is not the most important to you. Only keep one, two, or three things that are wildly important, focus on them, and drive them all the way. Discipline number two, focus on lead measures. There's lead measures and there's lag measures. Lead measures tell us the main thing that we're trying to improve. For example, if you have a bakery, your lead measure would be making customers more happy. But then you have lag measures. Lag measures is actually what helps us improve that key aspect right away. So for example, in the same bakery, the lag measure would be giving out free samples. The more free samples you give, the better your lead measure is going to get. So it's always crucial to take advantage of the lag measures. And number three, compelling a good scoreboard to keep in front of you. When you're executing in a business, you always need to keep score. Whether it's a board on your wall, whether it's an email you're sending out daily, you always got to keep score of your execution and hold yourself accountable, which is number four, accountability. Hold meetings once a week, twice a week, once a month, twice a month, whatever it is, you have to make sure that you're meeting with a group of people, you have an accountability partner, and you're making sure that someone's always holding you accountable. Takeaway number eight, be lazy. Be lazy when it comes to anything but your deep work. It's always good after working so hard for so long to take a nice vacation or a break. The reason for this is 
Once you take a vacation, you might get thoughts that you would have never got before. Even Mother Nature, they say, helps improve the thought process of a human being. For example, there was a group of people in Ann Arbor, Michigan. They split the group in half, and half the group walked the city, and the other half walked the woods. At the end of their walk, they gave both groups the same exact task. And guess what? The group that walked the woods almost doubled the score for the group that walked the city. That's how important it is to have a good surrounding in your environment. The last thing I want to tell you about is having a shutdown ritual. When you're at work all day or you're doing your deep work, it's very important that when you come home in the evening, you have a shutdown ritual. A lot of tasks are going to come your way. The best tip I could give you is push them till the next day, shut down completely, and start your next morning fresh. Takeaway number nine, productive meditation. Productive meditation helps your flow of deep work. What productive meditation is, it's when your mental mind is free, but you're physically occupied. For example, think of the times you're in the gym, you're taking a jog, you're taking a walk, you're laying in bed, or you're even getting a ride in a taxi or an Uber. These are all the times where you're physically occupied, but not mentally. These are great times to go deep. Imagine you utilize all that time to go deep on one thing and to think about it. You're in an Uber car, you have a 20 minute drive. Instead of playing with your phone and just wandering off, think about just one thing and go deep into meditation into it until you figure out what your plan is and what your execution is going to be. Now there's two big pro tips when you're doing this because just like deep work, it's not going to come overnight. Be wary of distractions. Distractions are going to happen when you're trying to do productive meditation. Understand that it happens for everybody. When a distraction comes, the biggest pro tip is just slap it down like a fly and keep focusing on your one thing. The second thing is, is structure your thoughts. If you have a McDonald's restaurant, don't think about the inventory and the manager and how you're going to make your employees happy at the same time. Start with one thing, go deep into that one thing, and keep going until you find a solution. If you do productive meditation and all the times when you're mentally free, you're going to find so much more success in your life in all aspects. Takeaway number 10. Most people operate on the any benefit mindset which means they find something that has a benefit and they go all in on it just because of that one benefit. Let's take Facebook for an example. A lot of people say they use Facebook to see their family and friends and to be entertained. That's the one benefit they go all in for and spend hours and hours a day on Facebook for. But they don't look at all the negatives. What's the opportunity cost of you on Facebook? Where else could you take all that time you're putting in Facebook and where else could you apply it? And if you applied it somewhere else, would you get a bigger return than Facebook? These are the things you need to be asking yourself. The smart way to go is a craftsman's approach. With this approach here, you take all your positives, you take all your negatives, and it's very simple. If your positives outweigh your negatives, do it. If your negatives outweigh your positives, don't do it. So for me, if I took Facebook and I said, my opportunity is seeing my family and being entertained, and I want to spend two hours a day on Facebook, and then I say, well, in those two hours, I could be making money working on my Aces Media Company, doing other things, this is a bigger benefit for me. So with everything you're doing in your life, do the craftsman's approach. Weigh out your positives, weigh out your negatives, and go with the positives every single time. When you start doing this, your life's going to change. Deep work is professional activities done in a state of mind and deepness that you just don't get doing average work. Bill Gates used to call it think weeks. He used to leave two weeks out of the year, go to his lakeside cottage, to get deep work done. 60% of the time of an average worker today is spent using network tools like internet, emails, and social media searching. Out of that 60%, 30% is based just on emails. Shallow work 
However, is work that's done the majority of the time while being distracted, not completely focused, and not engaged in what you're doing. The majority of Americans are only doing shallow work. There's only a few that's mastered deep work. This book is to show you the value of deep work and how to apply it to your life in every single aspect. Thank you for watching Aces Triple T's Episode 5, Deep Work. Like, subscribe, and share the channel for anybody in your life that you want to see grow. Everything we're doing here in Aces Media is to help you be entertained and to help you gain knowledge and do everything in your life that you want to accomplish by getting these takeaways from these books. Here's the other top 10 takeaways of the other books we summarized. Please click them, make sure to view them, and make sure to subscribe to the channel. Thanks so much. It's the Aces.